What is up, Hamiltonians, and everyone else who's listening? I'm Mr. Sam. You can call me Sam, and this is the Pillars of Hamilton. My guest today is Brooke Sacco. You probably already know her as she's the councilwoman here in Hamilton, New Jersey. But not only is she that, she's a mother, she's a volunteer, and about a million other things. We had a great conversation, and she's exactly what Hamilton's all about. She makes this town a better place. Uh, and I hope you enjoy this conversation. So without further ado, please welcome my friend, Brooke Sacco. Elected official in the house. I'm excited <laughs> about this. What's up, Brooke Sacco? Um, I am good. How are you today? I'm good now that you're here. <laughs> I can't believe I'm interviewing an elected official of Hamilton, New Jersey. Um, yeah, you big stay deal. humble. Big deal. Okay, oh, don't stay humble. <laughs> Huge deal. I have a lot of questions about that. So first of all, your position and what does that even mean? I am a town council person, yeah. and there are six town council people and a mayor, and we all sit on town council, the board, and we all have equal vote, basically. There's so. there's six of you. Yeah, six council members and the mayor. Just sort of rule of thumb. Stay like about fist, okay. fist away from the mic. No, you're mm-hmm. good. I'll just cut that out. Um, <laughs> wait, there's six of you, but like, okay, so in the pictures I see online, because I always keep up with these things, you're always with two or three other guys who I don't know what their positions are. I know who they are. Right. But why is it just you? Well, we have two different parties, just like you have in, you know, in the country where you have Republicans and Democrats. So we are together in one party, Hamilton First, which is an independent party here in town. So that's why you'll see me in pictures with my running mates or with the mayor, because we kind of run as a group. We are all on the same ticket so to speak and then there so there are four of us and there are three council members who are members of the republican oh interesting so basically that's what it is but the only town councilwoman who's on ham in hamilton first is you i'm the only town councilwoman yeah i'm the only woman on the board how many people are in hamilton first uh well just us four elected officials the mayor myself deputy mayor tom gribbon sam rodeo and myself so and, and my man ricky he, he didn't ran. make it this time but he ran <laughs> he did run that's and, my man and then right there this year we have um jonathan oliva is running um do you know miss sora from ecec um i think so she just got married that's her husband okay oh okay so he's, he's young running. right yes he is yeah We're, all three of us are in our 30s i think that's a first you know in a yeah a young crowd yeah. how did that happen <laughs> are you guys like friends from high school no no i didn't grow up here so i didn't no no big secret how do you that's a huge (laughs) secret because like i feel like everybody knows you how did that happen uh just a lot of getting involved volunteer work uh you know inserting myself into all the areas where i thought you know needed improvement or seemed like some fun you know anytime i i saw something that i thought needed improvement or um any anything that i wanted to get involved in i just found out how to get involved Brooke Sacco, woman of action <laughs> here no doubt but I, f- I, th- I thought people said that you went to high school like with um Alicia Murphy you didn't go to school with her no you no. just showed up and uh, wow that's a big thing here in Hamilton <laughs> New Jersey it's certainly to be able to show up and then become one of it them certainly is yeah, yeah that's a big deal I mean I'm married into Hamilton so it helps it gets your foot in the door <laughs> <laughs> but there's nothing but. like being born in Hamilton right that's like uh, that was one of my questions. Are you an official Hamiltonian? But definitely not. D- definitely not. But is Jim? <laughs> yes. Jim's an yes. official Hamiltonian. Yeah, he's like third generation. Or oh wow! Like that. Yeah. 
yeah. both sides. So, so, so what brought you here? Well, um, Jim. Jim. You guys met where? Well, see, then we're going to go into my show and tell. Do you want to go right into my show and tell? Gosh, there's or? so much I had to ask you about being <laughs> councilwoman. I feel like we'll go back to it. I have like my okay. notes. Yes. I don't even, I took notes for this, <laughs> like my copious notes yes. over here. Um, okay, being elected official, we covered that. Uh-huh. You mentioned volunteering, and I want to talk about that later. Uh-huh. Jim. Jim. <laughs> Jim Sacco. Yes. My, uh, I, I told your daughter the other day, first of all, shout out did you hear her podcast i did i did i like shared a pro it, yeah. <laughs> future president right there mm-hmm. uh she's still doing great in third base she's they're not playing right now but yeah she's she's gonna play this is her first year so we really loved her enthusiasm for it she really you know we when the kids are younger and you enter them into things kind of dragging them there but at eight years old this was her first season playing and she really embraced it so she'll play again next year and was this your decision you just said hey you're gonna try out no she asked to do it yeah, yeah we don't yeah we don't i really push loved anything on them. i'll never forget excuse me i'll never forget her telling me how awesome third base is like who's <laughs> who talks about that but the way she sold it uh-huh i was like okay i get it i get it the guy's going to first Second, he's almost there, and boom, run into a Sacco. <laughs> I thought that was so cool. Sure, it made her dad proud. Yeah? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was telling her, I was like, Jim is my best friend out of guys I've only met once. <laughs> <laughs> Me and that guy have a lot of things in common. You could have an entire wrestling podcast. Hey, we'll throw in a little punk rock in yep. there, too. Um, I also want to ask him why he looks like he's 25 when he's my age. <laughs> How did that happen? Does he get that a lot, or is that just me? I've never heard that before. Does he always have a hat on when you see him? He sure he does. Doesn't have hair. Oh, yeah. fellow bald yeah. guy. Yes. Okay. See, if I put a hat on, I'd look twenty-five. Right. Got it. <laughs> Secrets. Okay. Next time you see me, I'm gonna be rocking. Yeah. So you guys met? How? We met at work. We worked together. Where? In Cherry Hill for a luggage company that no longer exists. Like so. you mean making suitcases? No, we were sales. Okay. Yeah, it was luggage sales. Jim doesn't strike me as a salesman. <laughs> no, he wasn't a salesman. <laughs> the company sold luggage. He didn't manufacture luggage. And I worked in, I basically worked in the web department, you know, working with the, the website, because we also had a website, and in customer service. And I did buying for a few years also before I left. And he worked at the warehouse. Okay. Mm-hmm. And um, how long ago was that? In 2005. 2005 you guys have two daughters right and a son oh you have a son too mm-hmm. yeah he's three kids oh he's a baby <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so shout out to jim Sacco, man we have got to come on here and talk wrestling um <laughs> what is it like what is it like being married to a dude who is obsessed <laughs> i mean like he reminds me of myself when i was no okay i don't that, that, that was going to come out wrong when i was 12 <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> no jim reminds me of how i was when i loved pro wrestling so much up yeah. until about the age of 30 when I retired. Should I use the word retire? I feel like that's a weird word. It's like it was like my <laughs> career. But um, yeah, at 30, I got, I'll get into that with uh, Jim. But um, what's that like? Well, he, he has just a few interests, and he just is like a Wikipedia on these interests. So it's wrestling, music, and beer. So that's really, you know, the wrestling has been his whole, his whole life. Whenever WWF started or even before that i'm very happy you said wwf by right. the way i know these things you hey, have to know these fist things. on that <laughs> yeah um so i'm impressed by that i don't know many people who have had the same interests since they were a little child and still stick to it mm. i think it's pretty impressive that he's 
that true to it. Um, he's not as obsessed as he used to be. Like he used to watch it every Monday, and now he. That's not what I heard. <laughs> I heard you go into vinyl brewing and you see it wall to wall on every TV. Right, right. Like they play old shows and things like that. But I mean, he used to be sort of religious about watching it weekly, and now it's like you can f- catch up online. Yeah. Know? But he watches all the backstories, you know, like the thirty behind the 30 scenes. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, those were good. Did you see those? Mm-hmm. The Ric some Flair story? Yep. That was I've really good. I've watched some of them. Andre the Giants. Yeah. interesting, sad life. But. You know what? Um, I got to meet so many of my uh, heroes. Mm-hmm. And um, sometimes you get to meet one or two and it's like, wow, great guy, great girl. You know, exactly how I imagine. But I'd say the majority, it was very disappointing. Mm-hmm. The time that Jim and I grew up watching it during the 80s and 90s, I mean, he's still going, but that was like, you know, the steroid area, era right. and um, those guys. They, they lived were diff- very hard. They lived so hard. <laughs> and they're dying. Like, they're all dying at like 40s and 50s. Mm-hmm. I met so many of them like right before they died. Eddie Guerrero, he was helping me in the pro wrestling ring like a week before he died. Bam Bam Bigelow, he was in Daytona Beach. And I saw him. I looked at my friend. I said, man, he looks like he's on his way out. And sure enough, um, yeah. I mean, I have the end of the pro wrestling where my neck hurts. Uh, these injuries are catching up with mm-hmm. me. Um, but I never lived that hard life. And uh, it's uh, those guys, they were on the road mm-hmm. 300 days. Uh, they lived like rock stars, basically. Yeah. And I, I guess that came with the territory back then. Mm-hmm. And they're paying the price now. It's a mm-hmm. shame. Yep. Um, some of the guys I grew up uh, watching, they're, they're just as cool as ever. Mm-hmm. Here we are talking pro wrestling on your <laughs> podcast. <That's> okay. <laughs> um, wait, I want to, if you don't mind, mm-hmm. can we go back to the elected official thing? Because sure. I do, did write some notes because I have some serious questions okay. for you. Okay. No pressure. <laughs> Election day. What is that like? Well, I lived through two of them the first year. I didn't get elected. So um, it's nerve-wracking. Kind of have like a a knot in your stomach all day. But you also have the feeling of, I've done everything I can do at this point. I've Mm. knocked on all the doors. I've talked to all the people. I've attended all the events and answered all the questions. I can't do much more today than just sit around. So we kind of all hang out together. We spend the day in our headquarters, so it's it's nice. There's like a lunch tradition where you go to lunch with like certain people, and um, it's just kind of what's the energy in the room like on that in that uh, lunch? Up, you try to just be upbeat, you know. But some there are candidates who are nerves or they have superstitions. Like Tom can't have soup or something like that. Tom he Gribben? lost the year. Yeah, he Tom lost Gribben. the year. He had soup. Oh, wait, wait. So. He cannot have Tom Gribben when you're on this show, man. We got to talk about the soup. <laughs> No doubt. So it's, you know, there's that just feeling all day. You're all together. And, and there, then towards the end, it gets very um, hectic because essentially you're making sure everyone you know went out and voted. And you'd be surprised that it could be 20 minutes before the poll closes and you'll have a random friend or cousin who's like, oh, I didn't go out yet. And you're like, get to the polls. Yeah. <laughs> because every single vote counts. I mean, you these. Especially dozen, here, right? Yeah. People have lost by a dozen votes. Oh. So it's, you know, you think about all those people that you didn't follow up with. So that sort of takes up the end of the night. And then as the polls close, you just you just sit there and they – it's really fun. If you ever want to come out, well, come out this November, they'll put a big um, poster on the wall and get a marker. And they get all the counts get called in from all the machines. And it's sort of like you sit there and you tally them up. And di- um, two-part question. By district. Mm-hmm. Yeah, two-part question. Mm-hmm. One, what did it feel like? moment you found out you were not elected uh 
I was sad immediately. Like, immediately I was sad. But right within a few minutes, I was just like, well, you know, I, I did my best. And a woman came up to me, her name's Sandy, and she came up to me and said something I'll never forget. She said, well, Brooke, you didn't win, but you just made 2,000 new friends or however many votes I got. Mm. She, you know, it was 1801. I don't remember what I got that first year. But she just you just made, you know, 2,000 new friends. And I thought, well, that's a great way to think about it, you know. Uh, and, and that's true. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. true. I, I don't know if friends is the right word, but definitely right. people are now aware of you. I yeah. feel like, and I could be wrong about this, I feel like a lot of times people just vote for who they know. In a small town like this, pretty much. Yeah. 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 Um, so what do you bring to the table? I don't really know what your responsibilities are. Um, and um, I, I, what, what kind of work goes into this? Well, it, it is part-time. It's not a full-time position, and so it's part-time. And we have a monthly council meeting, and then everyone sits on a committee or chairs a committee. So there's committees are law and order, water and sewer, highway, quality of life, business and industry, and education. So basically you have a council rep on all of those committees, and the mayor sits on it as well. And so you cover things like police. Uh, fire department matters, your water and sewer, streets, infrastructure. Quality of life is what I've chaired for two years now. That covers things like historic preservation, the environmental commission, parks and, oh, I sit on parks and rec as well. So parks and recreation is a whole other section. Um, what did I say? Can I ask you a question? Mm-hmm. And I don't know if this has to do with uh, you, but I feel mm-hmm. like you might be the right person to go to. Mm-hmm. What do I have to do to get a traffic light out at Chew Road in Bellevue? <laughs> that is a... I'm, okay. Mm-hmm. During the day, it's fine, but during rush hour time, it is. If you have to cross those two lanes, oh, I avoid it. Yeah. Some people avoid it. They right. just go the longer route. But you're coming right from here, right? Well, Bell uh, 12th Street is a state road, so that is the NJDOT, unfortunately, and I believe Chu Road is a county road. I don't think it's a it's a local road, but I could be wrong. I think it has like a county number assigned to it. Really? Yeah, because I'm on 561, which runs parallel. I have to check into that one. So but what? Like, I have to go through, like, first the 12th Street people and then the... NJDOT, yeah. That's yeah. so crazy. But it's people's safety it is. on the line. Now, Route 54 is being redone. Uh, in the, just in the planning stages in 2020, it's being redone all the way from 30 to the Folsom line. So, and they are taking into consideration dangerous intersections. There's all these studies being done for, you know, walkways and traffic, things like that. Yeah. So maybe if you write a letter and get a group of people to write a letter to the NJDOT, it could be put. I feel on like plans. I'm much better in person. Is it, are there people <laughs> to go to and talk to, like face to face? Because, you know, you don't that. get any. Um, you don't get any context or voice fluctuation or just anything in a letter like right, that. Right. Uh, I just feel like if I could go and people would see how serious I am because, uh, you know, there's a preschool here, a lot of families out here, um, and everyone says the same thing. And I just have to go pick up my baby at, right. at his nanny's house. And every time at rush hour, I dread going through that. I go the long way sometimes, too, where there is a traffic light. Um, and sometimes I don't, you know. But there should be a light out there, am I right? There should, or four-way stop. I mean, I, I drive from here to Egg Harbor, to Galloway, to get to where my mom lives. And there's just tons of four-way stops at Leipzig and, like, Tilton Road. And they're busy intersections. They just put one, actually, at an intersection that's 
not as heavily trafficked, but again, it's not a state highway, so that's the problem. I think it's you have tractor trailers coming through, and mm. I could like, never do what you do, like all the red tape you have to go through. Oh, and, there's a lot. Yeah, <laughs> and I saw your eyes widen. Okay, so there's probably even more than I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it, does it try your patience sometimes? Um, sometimes, but for the most part, we're able to to get to get things done for our residents okay. you know and we, and when you when you just realize that you have to focus small and stay small and do the best that you can in this town and um Mm. you feel a little better yeah i guess you need to have a certain kind of patience <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah i'm the kind of guy it's just like i want that light now but i, right. I guess you know there are steps you have to take right mm-hmm. so what do you bring to the table i mean you are the councilwoman you're up for re-election am i right i am yes yeah have yeah. you started your campaign is this part of your campaign <laughs> i don't even know <laughs> sure yeah um, you know I, I we really haven't started we just started, basically. We have a headquarters. We're going to have a grand opening soon. So that's coming up. Uh, where, where we And our events are always free and open to the public, which is great. There's no donation expectation or anything like that. They're family-friendly. So it's really just come on out. If you have any questions for the people who are already on council, then you have that access that you might not feel comfortable if you come to a council meeting and you're being recorded. Um, it's just a dinner or some sort of, like I said, family-friendly event. You have access to us, and then you can ask the candidates questions if they haven't already been elected and see what they stand for. So, yeah, we're going to kick that off. There should be a grand opening sometime in August is when we usually do that. Well, I'll plug you right now. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not doing this as far as I don't want to give my side of politics right. or anything <laughs> like that. But what I do want to state is a fact. Um, a fact is when I look on TV and I'm seeing people who may be running for president one day or running for some position in the, in the government and I see them doing certain things that are good, um, it, it almost looks like it's staged, like they're doing this for the camera. But meanwhile, I go on Facebook on a regular basis. I see Brooke Sacco and family doing some really good volunteer work for the town. And uh, it's real, it's passionate, and um, I think it's special. Um, what exactly what volunteer work are you doing I I know some of the stuff you do but what got you started why are you doing it and um, if anyone else wants to join like how do they become a part of it sure that's a great question I owned a business actually uh, opened in 2014 I owned a small children's shop it might have been just before your time it was next to El Mariachi logo (gasps) it was behind the moon children's shop I remember I think right when I got here yeah that was you yep all right. So it was myself and my husband's two aunts, and we um, had a strong social media presence because, you know, of my age and all that. And because it was a, it was a boutique, so we, I kind of had a lot of downtime, and I was already on Instagram and Facebook. So I had these channels, but when I looked for the Downtown Hamilton, which is the business organization that covers, like Bagliani's basically to 7-Eleven, all the businesses and, and some outside of that as well, um, I saw they had a Facebook page. It wasn't really strong. So I went to our Main Street director, Cassie, who's awesome. Uh, I can Shout out to Cassie. Podcast on Cassie. Definitely. Um, I said I would love to volunteer to manage your Facebook page. I had some experience in managing Facebook pages for businesses before, and so that's how really that's how I got started as far as volunteering. I saw that there was a need. Sure, it was going to help my business. If we bring more foot traffic, if the organization's social media presence improves, then we're going to bring more foot traffic. But really, I just wanted more people to get involved in that shop local feeling and that dine local and take selfies and tag downtown Hamilton. So that's how I got my foot in the door with kind of getting to know the right people and I guess showing that, you know, hey, if I if I think there's a need for something, I'm going to step up and say I'm going to do it. So I've been doing that since 2014 and 
I'm, I'm something I'm really proud of. I continue to maintain the, the social media for that. And your kids take part as well, right? In some of the... Sometimes if they're the only kids there, <laughs> you gotta you gotta create it, right? Respect, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, they're always they're always out with me. Um, I'm at these events anyway, so it just makes sense to just be the person that's documenting them. More and more, obviously, I have three kids now. I'm not out as much, so I do appreciate <sighs> when other families take pictures, tag you know hashtag downtown Hamilton or check into downtown Hamilton, and then I can grab them and share them. And you know, it's all about sharing the experience what it feels like to be downtown as opposed to you know i think that i think it's actually a little more than that um i love this town Mm -hmm. like i love this town i come from new york city i I live in florida i'm a midwestern boy in st louis but all roads led to hamilton i just i lucked out when i was looking for a school and i came here and i saw the yard and everything i was like this is a really good school this is where i want to be but i didn't really know what i was getting myself into right (laughs) Uh, dina kind of like warned me um but you don't really know until you're here um but wow like this town it's so special when you're raising a family here. The mm-hmm. fact that, uh, you know, my son is ill right now and um, yeah. we had so much support. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about people begging me to help out. I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even have anything for you. I wish I did because there's so many people asking. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like in a town like that where you can feel safe with your kids, where you have a Kashianos to get your coffee and there's uh, Linda and Ruth's in there getting ready to say hi to you. Mm-hmm. Or um, there's Ricky who's going to run out of the shop and say hi to me at Funky Cow. And just uh, everywhere I go, everywhere I go, I'm getting, I, I get love everywhere I go. It's fantastic. So what's the one thing you can do to show appreciation for that? And I feel like it, the, the one thing you do is you volunteer. Mm-hmm. It makes the town better. Um, and it really shows your appreciation. It shows that you're you're not just going to receive, but you're going to give. Yeah. Um, so it's cool. It's cool you're passing on those values to your kids. And mm-hmm. does Jim help out too? He does. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's very busy with the brewery right now. But just by being my husband, by being my partner, and knowing that you know he's home now with the baby because I was at a meeting at seven o'clock this evening. So he's you know just even if he's along the sidelines. But and he also volunteers at a lot of the events in town. Um, as far as vinyl is concerned, you know, he's, he's bringing beers to festivals and things like that. I so, know. Yeah, I shared with it. him. I kind of like attacked him pro wrestling style at, uh, the, food truck <laughs> at the food truck festival. <laughs> I attacked him. He turned around and we gave each other a hug. It was magical. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I really enjoy bringing the wheel and doing stuff for the kids at those right. events. Peach it's, party this Saturday. Yeah. Uh, in case I, this posts after. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This will probably post. This is going to post in two weeks. Okay, I'm going to drop yeah. like four or five interviews all at the same time. Yeah. But, um, yeah, this Saturday might not happen because of Ashy. Right, right. Yeah, this has been such a crazy I week. I tell. Two yeah, weeks. but you got a diagnosis is the last thing I saw, yes. Two and a half hours ago we got a diagnosis. Oh, what a breath of Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you know, him being sick is awful enough, but not knowing. Right. So it turns out it's a virus, norovirus. I'm just learning about it. Where mm-hmm. I, And we all got it. I got it, my sister, my mom. Um but we have adult immune systems and we were fine right. in six hours. He's been 16 days. Cool. Yeah. I don't think people who don't have kids will ever. No. Yeah. No. Cause times just stand still when your kids are sick. Like nothing else matters. You're getting texts and phone calls and you're just like, you're running a summer camp. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> oh you're my watching gosh. my children. <laughs> I'm watching your children. Hey, I still put on my A game though, no right. matter what, even <laughs> in the toughest of times. Um, and I noticed you, you have to do that too as a politician, right? right. Like even on those tough days at home, you got to go out and yep. show your best for the people who voted you in and everyone else as well. Yep. 
you going to take in any farther farther than councilwoman or is are you happy i with don't this? think so i think i'm very happy here in hamilton yeah <laughs> making a difference here is enough yeah me. tell me about the the guys that you're with the the guys you're always taking pictures with so tom gribben is our deputy mayor he's been on council probably about over a decade at this point um and he's also not from town just like myself he married someone his wife sarah tom gribben is also (laughs) i'm letting out all the secrets i'm gonna get in trouble (laughs) busted tom no because i'm so i just got here so i for some reason i just figured everyone's from here but me i don't know so tom is new as well well not as new as i am but yes he married into hamilton and um then jonathan oliva is a hamilton born and raised he is a hamiltonian so you gotta have one i mean yeah if you're gonna get a real backing you need at least one right (laughs) yeah that's cool and he's a great guy like you said he's a young guy he's just married they're expecting their first baby in december he has a lot of energy um he's just he's an engineer at work so he's got that whole uh, different thing you know tom's a lawyer and i do tom is a media. lawyer mm-hmm. <laughs> what kind of lawyer is he um i know this like employee relations like labor um, okay labor. Yeah. yeah he's such a nice guy he's really well we'll talk off air about that no tom yeah shout out to you tom uh, he's going to be on here and uh, I'm sorry, what was the other guy's Jonathan name? Jonathan Oliva. Jonathan Oliva. He works Oliva. for South Jersey Gas as an engineer. Right on. So, Congrats um, to you, yeah. man. You're about to um, experience the hardest and greatest thing in your life. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited for him. Yeah, right on. So are you still, like, working or you're... I do. I work. I work part-time. I work, uh, I do in inside sales and marketing for, uh, like, power transmission, industrial supply company in okay. Egg Harbor City. Um I enjoy what I do there. I work for a small family business and, you know, my husband owns a small business. So it's kind of important that one of us, not that you guys do this, but it's important that one of us work outside of that, kind of have that stability and health insurance, you know, all those things. So, uh, yeah, I do that. I work four days a week. I work eight to three, which is just a perfect mom schedule because I get Mm. to have the early evening time. Drop them off, pick them up. Yeah. So that's why I never drop off at camp. My husband does that. Mm. And um, like I said, I do this social media for downtown Hamilton. I do it for um, Vinyl Brewing, my husband's company also. And um, sometimes I I do some I do some work for Linda Casciano too. So oh, really? kind of wear a lot of different hats. That's um, right. I think I remember you mentioning that at a meeting we were at, and I I have kept up where she posts the pictures of the teas and right, this and right. that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's good stuff. It definitely yeah. sticks in your head. You're good. Mm-hmm. Um, how are things at Vinyl? By the way, like I'm a father of three babies, so it's hard for me to get out to right. the scene. <laughs> but it always looks like people are there. It looks like, and I mean, I've tasted the product. Mm-hmm. Delicious. He's got a lot of talent. He's very talented. I mean, obviously, I'm, you know, I'm his wife, but I enjoy <laughs> uh, He gets you know, great ratings, great reviews. So people love the beer, and the atmosphere is fun, and that's, that's a, a big part of it. It's a cool building. They did a great job. Him and his family did a great job designing the place. It's like very cool. Like you said, there's wrestling always playing or punk rock music or you know, some sort of strange movie or something like that. Jim really likes to keep a focus on on that it, it kind of makes them stand out right know? on um, jim so. see another thing <laughs> that's a like about us like i would think that if i owned a bar here in hamilton i'd probably think like okay we'll play some nice music you know <laughs> maybe have the, the game on in the background but he's doing it his way 
Definitely, definitely. And, and the, he loves the energy from it, too. He says, like, when there's other music on, like, maybe there's some other beer tenders there, and they might be playing popular music, it's just a different energy. Mm. Even if the people aren't familiar with his, like, 1986 punk bands, oh, I the am. energy that these people are exhibiting through his eyes, at least, because of the music is, is great. And he gets all this feedback from that. All the reviews always include, so cool wrestling was on, or so cool I listened to the Descendants in there, so... It's working. I feel yeah. like that makes uh, it's a big difference in some businesses. Some people just cater to what they think people want, and mm-hmm. some people put their heart and soul into it and, and make the business a piece of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what I'm doing here, and that's what Jim's doing there. Like, I think to myself all the time, you know, uh, as long as I'm doing things with my heart and the way I know that it's right, do it the way I want to. Because as long as, because uh, I'm always keeping the kids safe and making sure they have fun. And I put 100% of my energy into it. And I don't do things that I think the stereotypical teacher should, quote unquote, should do. I do what I believe I know I should do and that the kids will learn from. They'll uh, take a positive um, experience from and go home happy. Mine certainly do. They've oh, yeah? been here a few weeks. <laughs> yeah. They, she looks happy every time oh, I see her. Yeah, they love it here. Yeah. They want to go every day. I said, I'd love to be able to oh, send you every day. <laughs> mm, that makes me so happy. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any hobbies? Uh, do you have time for hobbies? I, I, at this point, I don't uh, really have time for hobbies. Uh, I do like to read. I do like to listen to podcasts. I what do podcasts like, do you listen to? Uh, I, I didn't know you listened to podcasts. On, uh, like motherhood, parenting, marriage, that kind of stuff. Sort of like having guest experts on there. So they don't have, like, well, they do have defined topics. Motherhood, like one I follow, her name is Ali Kazaza. She focuses on like a minimal, uncluttered kind of life all around. With stuff with your kids and um, I'll listen to, you know, like fresh air you know npr programs that i will yeah, catch me in the too. car i'll listen to them on podcasts radio um, lab was it is radio, radio lab, lab yep yeah, or I radio really times like or um you know, fresh air those kind of things yeah. so i do try to make time for those things but yeah as far as you know tv or shopping or fishing or hiking oh, no <laughs> i don't have time for i went to like my third movie in five years the other day <laughs> lion king it was cool yeah a kid's movie of course right yeah and do you know what i'm watching tonight I was talking about this with, um, I had uh, Dave Birnbaum on here uh-huh. the other day. You know Dave? Yes, yes. Do you know what he got me into? What? I'm, I can't believe I'm mentioning this on my second podcast in a row. Is it like Degrassi or something? Worse. Think even <laughs> lower brow. <laughs> get, let's get <laughs> low with this. I just think of something. I don't know. It rhymes with the schmatzlorette. The best. Oh, gosh. <laughs> that is something Birnbaum would probably oh. watch. He and Maddie just. He so adorable just watching the bachelorette at home no, yeah. never seen it yeah i used never. to make fun of people who did <laughs> now i'm one of them i can't take anything of substance you know why i couldn't even take game of thrones because i have to remember characters yeah i have to remember like so many people it's i don't have time much. for you just want something light and just something you don't have to think about i've been there and i have watched some sh- binge some shows like that recently yeah yeah, yeah. maybe in 18 years i will catch up on yeah. some stuff <laughs> but I got my little girl on the way, so, you know, four kids. Are you guys done? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Three. <laughs> cool. We had to get a girl, so right. now we're good. <laughs> now we're good. So yeah. this is my hobby. Like, right. seriously, that's the cool thing about owning this camp is, like, I get to live some of the things I – some of my hobbies. If I'm going to have a hobby, mm-hmm. it's going to be 
in the business because I don't have time to go anywhere or do anything. I do jujitsu like once a week when I can. Um, But yeah, doing this podcast and stuff, this is like super cool for me. Have you done a podcast before? Yes, I did Nick G's podcast. The uh, Dependent yeah, Independent yeah, I've podcast. I've done that um, twice. Once with Jim at Vinyl and then once at my old shop. So. Jim was on there? Yes. I've got to listen to that episode. <laughs> yeah. I did his show too. I had a lot yeah. of fun. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to tell. What episode was it? I don't know. Yeah, I'll but have to find out. Two, it was before Vinyl opened. So it was like two years back. You want to go back to like 2017. You go down to his basement, his little studio? No, he came to Vinyl. Oh, right, I don't right. know that he had that studio set up at that point. He okay. came to vinyl, and then he came, before that, he came to my shop when I was running the last time. So it was like, the shop was still open, so it must have been 2016. Yeah. He and Meg came. His wife also came with him to vinyl. Yeah, so I met cool. her while she was watching The Bachelorette. <laughs> <laughs> so we had a lot to discuss, obviously. Um, what do you like most about this town? Because obviously you love it. Um, I, I, I mean, I say obviously, I don't know you that well, mm. but I mean... You're, I, this is the, a show called The Pillars of Hamilton, um, and my dad and I came up with that because I was thinking, like, who are the people who I think of who are really bringing a lot to this town? Who are the people who, when I think of Hamilton, I think of these people? And you are definitely one of them. Um, I would assume that you have to love it to be as big of a part of it as you are. Absolutely, yeah, I do. I yeah. do love it. I love it, our traditions the most, I think. New and old. All the traditions, uh, like 16th of July that we just had here in town, the Mount Carmel Festival. I love the tree lighting ceremony. I love the parades, the Halloween parade. Obviously, the 4th of July parade, which I'm the chair of. It's a, it's a new tradition, but it's one love that it. I think is strong because I think that uh, the 4th of July is a hometown kind of holiday. Um, mm. So I, I do like that we have some sort of celebration here, and it's going to grow. We had fireworks this year for the first time in many years. You did, did you see me at that thing? Do you know how much yes. fun I have at that <laughs> thing did. with my I water? I did. I love it. I love it. I wish you had an army of water guns. I just know. Like, just, you know, you got to get know. the kids into it or something. I need more kids out there. If you're listening, join us next year. We are bringing water. I provide the water blasters. Yeah. No, I love that. We love that kind of energy because, you know, Fourth of July, like, it is a hometown holiday. So there are so many towns in the area that have tra- parades that have been going on for 60, 70 years. So it's really hard to get them to come to Hamilton because it's their tradition to go to Pittman or to go to Berlin, which is enormous parade. It goes on for hours. Um, or S- Smithville, I think, is another one. So mm. it's really hard to get a crowd here because they're like, oh, what's this Hamilton parade? I've been doing this parade for so many years as far as bands are concerned. And What do you do to promote it? I fe- Did you feel like this year was a... It, we grow every year. We grow every year, okay. but um, we could definitely use more music. But w- what my point was is, as long as we get a business like yours that just gets in and gets excited, that's enough. You know, if every business in town just came out and did something, which we did, a- we get a lot of this year. We had all three breweries out there. Um, you know, we, I saw uh, the Snapology truck in front the of Snapology, us. Snapology, yep. So just. I love that stuff. And I feel like it's almost like, I know it's volunteering. I don't know what you call it. Just having fun. But like, I wouldn't have these opportunities if it weren't for this. And sometimes I'm like in the middle of it and I'm blasting a Hamiltonian in the face with water and he's screaming (laughs) USA. And I'm just thinking, I love this town. Right. Yeah. That's what it's all about. Totally. I'd say the traditions, because there are many, you know, I listed some of my favorite, but there, there are many. And, and being involved with uh, Main Street in downtown, uh, they might not 
be traditions that have been around for generations, like the 16th of July or the Mount Carmel Festival, but now we have the Peach Party. This weekend is the seventh year. It's becoming something. Uh, Touch a Truck, I think, is the fourth or fifth year, which is that awesome kid event where all the trucks and uh, big vehicles come down. So my, for my kids, these are traditions because they've been there their whole life. Right. So, uh, I, and what a cool tradition. Mm-hmm. I mean... I tell people I live in a small town, and I think they get the wrong idea of what it is. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, the the parades. I look at these parades. I'm like, this is crazy. We have a lot on the social calendar in Hamilton for for fifteen thousand residents. It's it's it is kind of the crazy. party. Don't stop. <laughs> no, we love to party. Yeah, we love to party. <laughs> so, um, before you go, I mm-hmm. have chosen for Brooke Sacco mm-hmm. three cards. Each containing a question I think would be good for you. Hopefully I'm right about that. You <laughs> can choose one and answer as you like. Right in the middle. Please, read it. Okay. What is the most fun you've ever had doing something outside in the rain? That mm. might be tough. Uh, no, I think, I think an unexpected thing is when you get caught in the rain you have no choice but to run through it and you just make the best of it and i could think of a lot of times where you know you're just caught in this horrible rain and there's no opportunity to hide and escape it you just have to run through it to get to your car or wherever i think those are the most fun because you had no plans of putting yourself out in the rain yeah (laughs) now you're soaking wet some people can't handle it other people no no. it's all perspective right yep I think that's fun. Yeah, just fun. full speed run. One time, Lisa and I, New York City, uh, got caught biking on uh, First Avenue in the rain. <laughs> I mean, I had fun, but looking back, that's a terrible thing. Right, right. I, I was never on a bicycle in any of these memories. <laughs> okay, or New York City. That's a different animal <laughs> no, altogether, right, too. Right. Uh, hey, you down for just one more? Sure. All right. Two left. You can choose from one of those. Boom. Okay. If you were the first ruler of a new country. Oh, I feel like this is a, a tough one for a politician. What is the first law that you would write for Oh, the think hard. People are listening, oh, Brooke Sacco. no. Why did I get this This is going to make or break a vote right now. <laughs> I'm going to do something absurd. I'm going to do something. Uh, you, you must wear a shirt in public. Oh. <laughs> I'm going to go... <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm just going to go absurd because that's the first thing. Isn't that kind of annoying when you're just like, uh, when someone's just walking down Main Street? Like, to- Where's your shirt? Yeah, what's, what are you doing, man? It's common decency, you know. Yeah, common, right? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe they just got a CrossFit. I don't know. I was hoping you'd pick this question. Okay. <laughs> this well, was my favorite one and you didn't pick it. So we're doing three if you're All down. All right. All right. I hope it's not as hard as this. This is so, it's more fun. Okay. What, partic- what particular aspect of being a kid do you think most adults miss the most? Not having to pay bills. Boom. <laughs> Ba-boom. The obvious answer. Duh. Oh, yeah. That's a quick one. Hey, Brooke, thank you for doing this. And before you leave, um, I know you got a lot of people out there who love you. You want to give any shout outs to anyone who might listen to this? I want to give a shout out to my husband, Jim. And to my girlfriends, Olivia, Alicia, Erin, and Kelly. We're, mm. we're, we're tight crew, raising our kids together, um, all uh, involved in the community and have sort of the same missions for our family and for the town. And so it's really nice to have that group. 
Behind I'm gonna throw me. out an open invite to your group. I noticed. Uh, I don't know if Alicia you noticed. There's a chair here. here. Yeah, she was here. She, you see, she wrote on the wall somewhere. Kickstand crew, the there only one go. with neat handwriting on this whole wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I have extra chairs and microphones. So if the crew ever wants to come and have a chat, open invitation. Okay. Um, and uh, you rock, uh, people. Go out, find out what Brooke Sacco is all about, and don't forget to vote. Right? Yes, you have to come out and vote. November. Something Six. or another. <laughs> it better be the sixth. It will definitely year. be posted on social media via Brooks. Now I'm going to look because I'm going to get in trouble. But yes, come out out and vote. This is one of those years where a lot of people might think there's no reason to vote because really? there's no national election going on, you know, governor or anything like that. It is Tuesday, November 5th. So don't come out on November 6th. Um, yeah, please. No matter what, whether you vote for me or you don't, just wherever you are, it's the your way to exercise, you know, your right. And I, they always say, say what goes on in the community. Right. And they say your vote counts always. And it definitely does. But more so ever when you're in a small town like this. Absolutely. Because we have a precious town and we have a, a wonderful downtown and we're safe and we're thriving. But it can change very quickly. If the wrong people. True that. True <laughs> that. Well, you're wonderful and you're thriving. And thank you so much for coming on this podcast. Thank you for having me. Jim, open invitation. Come see me, bro. <laughs> oh, he'll be here. <laughs> All right. See you, Brooke. <laughs> Bye-bye.